Welcome to Season 4 of The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom, where we discuss business agility through customer experience, employee experience, and digital transformation. I'm your host, Greg Kilstrom. The Agile World Podcast is brought to you by Tech Systems, an industry leader in full-stack technology services, talent services, and real-world application. For more information, go to techsystems.com. To read more about the topics discussed on this show, you can go to my website at gregkilstrom.com and read my latest articles or get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, now available on Amazon and other retailers. My name is Greg Kilstrom, and I'm the host of the Agile Brand Podcast. Today, we're going to talk about the importance of brand tracking in order to make better marketing decisions. To help me discuss this topic, I'd like to welcome Angela Mullins, CMO and CGO at Latana. Angela, welcome to the show. Thanks, Greg. Nice to be here. Yeah, looking forward to talking about this topic with you. So why don't, why don't we start by you giving a little background on yourself as well as what you're currently doing at Latana? Sure. So I am a marketing and commercial leader currently working at Latana. What we do at Latana is consumer insights, and we help brands understand that basic tenant of what consumers feel and think about their brand and that age-old question of what is my brand worth? And it's amazing to me how far we've gone in the marketing field without really having a holistic understanding of this question about brands. So this is really what we're trying to solve and we're trying to help brand and marketing leaders understand at Latana. Wonderful. Well, yeah, so let's let's dive into the topic here and really talk about the that importance of brand tracking. So to start, when you say brand tracking or even brand, you know, what does that mean to you and, and to Latana? How do you how do you define define both a brand itself as well as, you know, what brand tracking is? Sure. I mean, there are two things that are separate, but of course, overlap quite a bit. So brand to me is the feeling that a person gets or the perception that a consumer has about a particular company. So it's not just a name or a logo, but it's really what emotions and what thoughts and feelings, um, you know, come out from a consumer. And this is really what is the difference that makes great brands and brands that let's say even produce products that might even be subpar, but people continue to stay loyal to that particular brand because that brand does a great job um, at their marketing and the brand message and the brand values really, you know, resonates with consumers. And it would also be the difference of brands that don't do that. And let's say they have more of a product led approach, which can obviously be a good thing. But if it's not married with a really strong brand and brand value and positioning, then it really doesn't have that longevity. So to me, that's really what brand is. It's really that that feeling, what do people think about um, and what that perception is. Brand tracking, different, but still intertwined. So brand tracking is really understanding things like awareness, understanding what that awareness and that perception is over time. And it's really the connection between data points in your brand funnel and also things like association and understanding, but also really partnering that with the contextual pieces of what consumers think and feel. So it's different than, for example, Google Analytics or any of the myriad of types of data analytics tools that marketers use these days. It's also very different than social listening. So just following a hashtag or a keyword, share a voice. It's really trying to understand that contextual information of how consumers think and feel about your brand and then how that information changes over time. Great. Well, and, and to kind of follow on that, can you talk a little bit more about how, how brand tracking works as well as, 
what are what are some of the benefits that the brands can get from it? Sure. So at its basis, brand tracking is trying to understand again that age-old question of what is your brand worth and what is the worth of all of the branding campaigns and strategies and initiatives that you're doing. So that's the basic concept. What we do at Latana is we deliver this information in a dashboard and we start with the basis of brand awareness and we move on to other KPIs, associations, understanding, perception, consideration down the brand funnel. That's the very basic tenant of it. And we deliver this information in a fantastic dashboard, but how do we collect the information? What we do is we use mobile optimized surveys. So everybody on the planet, or I would say most everybody at this point, um, either has a mobile device or has access to one. What we do at Latana is we use a lot of paid partnerships. So if you're ever playing a video game, if you're ever shopping, et cetera, you might see a survey come across and this is either us or one of our partners. We're asking you information. It's an opt-in type of survey. So you know that you're giving the survey, you're opting to giving the information. And then we're asking, you, you know, basic questions, you know, are you aware of this brand? Would you prefer it? Would you consider it? And we're also able to ask even deeper questions depending on a particular business use case. So if they're selling cosmetics or they're selling, you know, education packages um, or they're selling sports software or video games, whatever it might be, we're able to ask some, you know, more particular questions relevant to their brand and their positioning. But that's the basic tenant. And then how marketers use that information is they will set up a baseline of their awareness, and then they will start tracking it over time. And it's really great for rebranding. It's great for launching in new markets. It's also great for really um, substantiating a marketing and a growth strategy. Yeah. So, and and to follow on that, what are the types of decisions that marketers can make once they have this brand tracking data? You know, we, Greg, we've seen everything from companies using this information to do complete rebrands. So we've seen very traditional established brands or brands that have multiple, let's say, sub-brands in their portfolio trying to do a rebrand. So we've seen that use case. Another popular use case is companies actually wanting to launch or expand into new markets where they understand what their brand positioning, their brand perception is in their current market, but they want to make sure it either is the same or it's different in a new market um, that they're establishing. We see companies use it just to grow. We we actually have a lot of clients that come to us that are maybe small or mid-size, and then they use that information with us to grow into larger companies. So again, it's all about your marketing strategy, your campaigns, your approaches, but those are some of the major use cases that we see. Yeah, and so in that in that use case of the the rebranding, how does that work? What should what should a, a brand look at from a, a shift standpoint? You know, from in other words, from the existing brand to a new brand, how should they think about you know tracking that and and understanding how how either a big or a small shift might be affected through this this measurement? So I know it might sound quite complicated, but it's actually quite simplistic. It all goes back to the same thing, which is the customer. So what is the customer perception? And a lot of times what we see in rebranding is a brand has been there for a substantial amount of time, but they're no longer reaching their consumers. They're no longer resonating with them. And of course, that is evident by a reduction in sales, a reduction in marketing activity or ROI. So then customers come to us and they say, okay, let's take a second look at who really is our customer. And this is one of the things that Latana specializes in in finding those niche audiences or going into audience segmentation. So this is one of the things that we take a look at. And what we find in rebranding is the customer profile that we find that resonates is different or has different attributes than what the current client has branded themselves as. 
So it's really just understanding more about your customer. And then by doing that, we can do associations. So for example, customers think that your brand is progressive or trustworthy or traditional, whatever association you're looking for. And then we use that to tailor and then our clients use that, of course, to tailor their rebranding efforts. Yeah, yeah. Have you noticed any big shifts or, or changes through, you know, just through the last couple of years with the pandemic and, and some changing behaviors? Have you come away with any insights there or any, let's say, broader broader findings across the board? Uh, really nice that you asked, Greg. We actually just came out, I think it was the end of January here in 2022. We just came out with the Consumer Trends Report for this year. Mm-hmm. And so we actually took a deep dive into that arena. A couple of things that we found, of course, because of the pandemic, most people have been locked in their homes uh, for two years or so. People are really focusing more on their work-life balance and mental health. And because of this, they're starting to look at things like health and wellness apps. This is more of kind of consumer trends. But then they're also starting to take this into their branding and perception. They're really starting to shift their consumer behavior and align more with brands that are aligning with mental health and wellness. So you can see a lot of this happening in the sporting um, arena. You see a lot of athletes now that are either dropping out of tournaments, that are dropping out of press conferences, citing mental health. You're starting to see a lot of companies now going to four-day work weeks, starting to cite mental health. And so this is also starting to really become evident in consumer brands and how brands are marketing themselves. So they're no longer going to market with, this is my product and these are the benefits, or this is my product and isn't the price, you know, so fabulous Buy my product. They're really saying, okay, this is the use case, the feeling, the situation, you know, that's happening with our consumer. And then they're connecting with consumers around that feeling. So that's the major shift that we're finding. And so it's really changing the landscape for marketing and branding leaders because now you have to identify with that feeling. And it's in the past five years, even 10, I would say, it's all been about this data-driven marketing. Yeah. Put together either performance marketing or content-based marketing and you know how many demos do you get in or if you're in e-commerce, you know how many clicks are you getting, how many transactions you know are you getting? And we're really starting to move away from that into how well are you connecting with the customer because we're no longer looking for short-term benefits as far as even short-term sales. We're looking for longer-term retention of customers. And that could be either in the e-commerce or the B2B space. So that's one of the major shifts that we found. Some other shifts, which I thought was just some really interesting factoids. Uh, People were caring about more sustainable packaging and delivery. They wanted faster delivery routes, but then they weren't really that aware as what it takes to get those delivery routes. So there were some really interesting um, tidbit pieces that we found in our consumer trends. But the big one, as far as branding is concerned, is really aligning your message with the feeling that consumers have. Yeah. And does has that shifted at all how you're tracking and, and measuring things? Or is that just evident in the, the existing methods that you were using? It's completely evident in in what we're using now. And actually that shift in consumer behavior trends has aligned more now with brand tracking than it did before. Because I would say even five years ago, brand tracking was more part of this umbrella term of market research. And market research is such a big term and you can do anything. But within that brand tracking was still this 
little concept, this little idea that everyone in the marketing and branding space said, of course, we want to understand the impact of our brand, but there was no real tool to track it. There was no real way to get that granular information and marry it with the contextual information as well. So it really has done a lot to substantiate brand tracking as its own field. Got it. Okay. Yeah, that's that's interesting. So how does how does Latana differ from some of your competitors? You know, what what are some of the ways that you approach things that that might be different? You know, one of the biggest differences, and it's it's interesting because when I first joined Latana, um, I mean, I come from software in the past, and of course, in software you have amazing dashboards, and you know that is one of the main tenants, especially of SaaS. But in the consumer insights field, this is a huge deal. And to give a little bit of context, in market research and consumer insights, things are still done, what we would call it a very archaic way, PDFs, or you get big, you know, long lists of data, and then you have to have an internal research team or data analytics consumer insights team analyze and synthesize that data. So bringing brand tracking and consumer insights into the 21st century, you know, having it really tangible and accessible in an easy to use dashboard where you can cut different segments, understand the data. So even a marketing and branding leader who is new to brand tracking, who has never done it before, they can access the data in the dashboard, the information, easily understand it, understand the significance of that data. And then, of course, they're presenting it, you know, to their executive committees or to their boards, using it to substantiate, you know, large brand spending or a complete, you know, market entry or a complete rebound even. Yeah, yeah, got it. One last question here, you know, for, for brands that are not taking advantage of brand tracking, maybe they're doing a little bit or maybe they're not doing it at all. Where, where's a good starting point and, and what should they be aware of before they start using it? So the first thing you have to look at is your awareness. And this is where a lot of companies, I would say, have a critical mistake. Unless you are a very large company, you know, like a Nike or a McDonald's, which of course has global awareness, most companies have really missed the mark on what their awareness is, and especially in different markets. So this would be even more true for a company that has an established market in one country, but they're trying to, you know, go into different markets. So start at the baseline awareness, which is what we help companies do at Latana and grow from there. From there, you have the whole brand funnel. So your preference, consideration, et cetera. But we will also help you do things like associations. So this is another piece that is extremely valuable. Um, We also do industry benchmarking. So a lot of companies want to know their own awareness, but they also want to see how they stack against their competition, um, you know, in their industry or vertical. So these are the core tenants on which to start. That's great. That's great. Well, um, thanks so much for for joining the show. Uh, For those listening, what's the best way for them to keep up with you and what you're doing? Sure. So with me, you can always find me LinkedIn, Angelie Mullins, and then for Latana and brand tracking, latana.com. Very, very easy to find. You can see everything on our website. There's even a demo, you know, of the product and there's tons of videos. We actually produce a lot of content about different companies and their brand tracking and their brand awareness. So yeah, really nice information. Wonderful. Well, again, I'd like to thank Angelie Mullins, CMO and CGO at Latana for joining the show. Thanks for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom. Talk with you next week. Thanks again for listening to The Agile Brand with Greg Kilstrom podcast, brought to you by Tech Systems. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to subscribe on your podcast channel of choice and leave us a rating so that others can find the show more easily. You can access more episodes of the show at www.theagilebrand.show. 
To get a copy of my latest book, Meaningful Measurement of the Customer Experience, visit my website at gregkillstrom.com. Until next week, stay agile.